Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Boys and girls, this is the Undisputed Era. Adam Cole, Kylo Riley, Roderick Strong, and you're listening to Going In Raw, baby. Hey guys, this is Charlotte, and you're watching Going In Raw. Going In Raw. That sounds terrible. What's up, it's your girl, Sasha Banks, legit Foster, and you are watching Going In Raw. You like that? Hey, friend old Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you can be listening to right here, youtube.com forward slash Steven Larson. Wherever podcasts can be found, be sure to hit that like button. Hit that notify bell. Click on all. If you're listening to us on a podcast app, leave us a rating, review, or a comment. TLC is in the books, and you're looking at a new predictions champion. And the newest member of the Friendo Club is here to present your new champion, the title. Here he is, Cal Jack. That's right. He's the big heater. Well, I got my title right here. Look at this. Oh, back where it belongs. It feels so good to be a winner, to be a champion. Yeah, it's a, it's a feeling I don't think you're very familiar with these days. Not very much. No, no. I had a good three-month run with that belt. I know, I know. I'll I think it back it, of the Rumble. Longest reigning. Take some solace in that. There you go. We got the Rumble coming up in about uh, six weeks or so. Yeah, we'll come back home then. We'll see how that pans out for everybody. Anyways, Cal, thanks. Actually, we got Wrestle Kingdom before that. Uh, oh, okay. Well, there you go. You could win it back in a matter of three weeks. Uh, Cal, are you going to join us for our Wrestle Kingdom uh, two night overnight live streams? What is that? Fourth and fifth of January. Fourth and fifth of January. Oh, that's no. a no. That's I, a no. I have a show on the fourth of January. It's, are you going to be at the Tokyo Dome? No, unfortunately, I'll be <laughs> at uh, Action Coast Wrestling taking on Juicy Usi, who is trained by Fale. Which is who awesome. will maybe be a Tokyo be Dome? There. Yeah. So yeah, there you that'll go. That'll be exciting. Uh, I got nothing else to tell. I am so tired. Hey, to all the friendos that came to my match last night, thank you very much. Thank I you, friendos that came to Cal's match. It was a blast. Too good, me brother. Too good, me brother. Too good, too good. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm glad you won the title. Uh, I'm so, I'm actually kind of sad you didn't win the title. I was rooting for you. You know Cal. what? That's like your predictions we were, were very bold. We were doing the. Um, what is it, fantasy football thing? Yeah. Everyone's like, oh, I want Cal to win the fantasy football. Here's the thing. I don't like football. I don't watch football. I just watch this. But apparently I'm not very good at that either. So anyway, friendos, I'm going to go drink these White Claws in my sports uh, Faye Hyundai car and just... 
I'm gonna pass. I'm tired. I get up early in the morning. Well, do I, to, don't drink those on the road. Yeah, well, I'm just gonna drink them in the car and then sleep in the back seat. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's, it's safe enough. But anyway, guys, I'll uh, catch you guys later. All right, bye, Cal. Bye, Cal. Right, be, be safe. Texas when you do get home. Yeah, Texas when you get home, please. I always do. Anyways, TLC is in the books, Larson. Yeah, bye, uh, Cal. What's our latest on the Stephen Larson draft scoreboard? I'm, I'm winning that at least. <laughs> oh, no. I've, over, I've oh, overcome man. a 130-some point lead to take a 40-point advantage. This is a double turn we got going on yeah, here. Yeah, man, it's those double uh, disqualifications Corbin got you on the oh, on SmackDown this week. Oh, that it. cost you. That cost it. you a lot. But he won He won tonight on TLC. Uh, what did you think of the show overall? I mean, it's your basic B-level pay-per-view stuff. There's some it good. Was, it was better than that. Yeah, it was good. It was good B-level pay-per-view. It wasn't, it wasn't a stinker like Backlash, what, 2016? Yeah. I mean, in terms of B-level pay-per-view, it was, there was some decent stuff. But if you missed it, I wouldn't say it's a must-watch per se. So I, I kind of disagree with that. I think that there was one maybe two there were two stinker matches hold on let's be let's be let's be serious about this how much WWE content is really must watch though these days anyways well that's just a philosophical that that you're that's an existential question for any fan of wrestling man yeah like, there's so much out there how much of your life do you want to devote to anything i advocate just watch what you enjoy yeah in terms of uh good wrestling matches i thought that there were quality wrestling matches on this um, there was yeah, I mean, yeah, two. I, One you, of them was in the kickoff show. Yeah, no, there was more than there was the the well the kickoff show the first match. Yeah, uh, those are two best. Alistair Black versus yeah, Buddy was Murphy good. was a good the first, match. The first three matches was the first three, best three matches in the whole show. I thought the yeah you're right about that you're right about that. I thought Miz versus Bray had some interesting. It was stuff. interesting more than good. That's true. That is true. Uh, Roman yeah. Roman and Corbin was largely forgettable. That was a raw match. That, yeah. that really was a raw match. That was match. a raw match. Or uh, SmackDown. They're on Smack. Keep SmackDown, on sorry, on. yeah. Smackdown. Lashley and Rusev, that was a raw match. Largely forgettable. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was. And then the main event started out pretty good, and then they they were really going for uh, 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 like a purposeful sloppiness, and it felt like it kind of got away from them maybe a little bit. Oh, not a little bit. A lot. That yeah. was that match was a mess. That match was yeah. an absolute mess. Yeah. I feel like I think you're I think you're getting there. I think on paper, the way they plan that match out if they use paper, <laughs> I think well, that a Macho Man and Steamboat did. Yeah, if if you wrote down, yeah, if, the, if they wrote down this match on a legal pad, yeah, I think was probably pretty darn good. Yeah, because the sequence of events and what was supposed to happen was good. It's just I think that it was way too sloppy. Maybe they were too ambitious, and then I'm almost positive. I will almost guarantee something happened with Kyrie. Yeah, I've not looked this up. Kyrie saying had to have been concussed or something. She was a disaster towards the end. That spear. From Charlotte and then that uh, she the no, powerball she knows that completely didn't connect, or she no sold. Yeah, not like per, trying to trying to. Uh, uh, I don't think she was trying to big dog anybody. No, no, no. It was it was, seemed like a miscommunication almost. I think that she I think that she was just out of it. I really do. I wonder if she was out of it before that, or, or if that powerbomb through the table is what knocked her out of it. I, they mentioned that when she was throwing those chairs into the ring, that one bounced back oh, and on hit her, her face. Yeah, and I was thinking, man, maybe, maybe that something like that bell. happened. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think I was so like the. The, the first hour of the show was really good. Yeah. And then it's it's hard to like sit back and say, okay, yeah, it sort of went downhill from there. But I, you're right. It kind of did. It kind of did. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Anyways, uh, the kickoff show did have a terrific match. 
Andrade oh, versus man. Umberto Carrillo. If there was one thread that ran throughout this, I'm trying to see if there's anything on here about Kyrie. Um, one thread that ran throughout the show is that a lot of people looked like they were legit beat up after they this, got a lot their of matches. people got beat up in this. Starting with the kickoff show where Andrade got busted open and then had a huge uh, like scrape along his yeah. under his arm across his chest. Yeah. He looked like he was beat to hell. Yeah, he looked pretty bad. I think it was a, a spot where he gets, goes face first in the ring steps where he got busted open. This is also one of those matches where you and I both, if we had known that this match was going to happen and we had to put before today before today and we had to put confidence points on it oh, a lot on Andrade this prob I probably would have had like you know if there were eight matches all together this would have had seven Bray would yeah. have had the most yeah and then this I would have been so confident in Andrade winning this mm-hmm. and they gave the win to Carrillo yeah um, they sort of, if you want to talk about the finish, they sort of replicated. Yeah, yeah, they they did the to uh, you know they they did the spot where where Andrade sends Creo towards the 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 ropes. Uh, Vega's standing there. He puts the brakes on. Andrade charges, but instead of knocking Vega off the apron, he puts the brakes on. Carrillo goes for this same type of uh, Rana into roll up type thing that he mm-hmm. did last time. Andrade escapes that, does a roll up of his own. Creo kicks out, but uh, Creo still picked up the win. Finish this time though was Poison Rana into Moonsault. That was amazing. Poison Rana off the second rope. Off sorry. the second rope. Yeah. Into top rope Moonsault for the win. But there was that spot where where uh, uh, Creo sends Andrade into the, uh, the ring steps, face first, and uh, uh, yeah, it it seemed like that's probably what busted him open. Yeah, it was uh, it was just an absolutely terrific match. Uh, like you said, yeah, Poison Rana off the top full of the Moonsault with the win, and then we had a little bit more tease of this Almas. Zelina Vega breakup. I, mean, I believe Andrade said, I'm done. Yeah. No mas. No mas. Um, if. So I'm not saying that Andrade, I, I think he'd be fine on his own. I think he could probably, he'd be better off leading a faction of some sort, you know, maybe a, a, another LIJ of some sort. Yeah. Or L, just Los Ingobernales. Um, Zelina, I, I really hope that they wouldn't do this unless they had concrete plans for her to manage somebody else. Mm-hmm. I don't know who that somebody else would be. Maybe Korea. Uh, yeah, maybe. Could be. But she's so good as a heel manager. I know. That's the problem. I know. Um, but the, say she the, couldn't be good as a face manager, but she's just so darn good the as a heel The people also kind of like her. Yeah. Um, like, she's not quite to like, remember how much the people loved Lana when she was supposed to be a bad guy with Rusev when they first... Maybe not to that degree, but I feel like they could turn her. They would turn with her, but also, she's so good at what I she also does. feel like if they turned her face to join up with Creo, you're kind of mitigating one of her strengths, which is her wrestling ability. The way that she can work her herself into Andrade's matches to help him get the advantage. Oh, I think she could turn that into a babyface thing. If if somebody is trying to use maybe if somebody is trying to use Possibly, illegal maneuvers but, against Umberto. You can do that. I kind of feel like it's more effective as a heel thing, though, when she just gets that, that run off the apron or something, mm-hmm. when the ref's got the back turned it's super quick. Yeah. That's good stuff. Yeah. As long as she stays around and is active and as long oh, as yeah, she's really good is, is still active. Yeah, I was shocked at this win, though. But oh, I yeah, love yeah. it. I love it because I'm assuming it's just going to keep, they're going to keep on doing Andrade versus Umberto. Maybe he's going to move on. I don't know. Maybe he moves up the ladder. I don't know. There was that report from Meltzer, Grain of Salt. That uh, that uh, Vince was done with Umberto, but evidently that's not the case. I know this is the kickoff, but you know it's not like he's wrestling on uh, on main event. This is a this is a role that could have gone to like Ricochet or something. Yeah, um, and he's on main event fighting uh, Cedric Alexander. 
I'm assuming he's not going to. I'm assuming he's not going to stay on main event for they too long. Too many pe- people on, on their employ, man. They need factions. They, they need do. factions. They do. Uh, the TLC kicked off with a kind of a Firefly Funhouse. I call it a TLC edition, but it's pretty much just Bray hyping up the TLC card. Yeah, that was an interesting way to. I mean, Bray's filled many roles. The first time I think that he's filled a, a, a promotional. Yeah. Roll. Firefly Funhouse is hosting TLC now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the uh, card kicked off with the New Day versus the Revival. This was all sorts of creative and violent and physical and more creative. And mm-hmm. it was tons of fun. It was fun. Just absolutely tons of fun. It was a lot of fun. Uh, I don't believe anybody got busted up in this match or a rarity in the show. Uh, so early on, Revival sets up a ladder along the apron. They send Kofi towards it. He avoids. He like jumps over it into the ring. He tries the baseball slide, the ladder, and the revival. Revival pick up the ladder as he's sliding and then start beating them with it. Mm-hmm. That was really creative. It's a yeah. lot of really creative spots. Very creative. Uh, Kofi does a springboard splash, following that into the ladder. So he takes the, the, the brunt of the ladder as he's jumping on it, but in doing so, he sends the ladder crashing down onto the revival. He put, Again, the, needs, stuff. He put the needs of the many above the, the needs, needs of the few. Or the one. Or the one. In this case. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, so uh, E Big E puts the ladder on the apron, puts Dash on it. He's going for his apron splash. Dawson pulls Dash off, so Big E doesn't splash Dash. He splashes ladder. Yeah, he pain ensues. Splashes himself. Yeah, uh, Kofi goes for a trust fall. Revival catches him, toss him face first into ladder on apron. Yeah, um, Big E gets the ladder and he starts climbing it. Scott Dawson drop kicks him off. Uh, he starts selling the knee, Biggie. That is uh, revival. Then uh, do a double drop kick of the ladder into Biggie's front area. Yeah, yeah, and that Seemingly was painful. It, it was good to see because I'm not sure they would have done that if he actually busted his knee because it looked like it could have been bad. Because when he fell, he got his knee twisted as the ladder went over. Yeah, again. yeah, and he just came back from knee surgery. And yeah, you see that, and you see the giant scar still on his mm-hmm. knee. It's like, oh, that's not. Yeah, good. you don't want to. You want to see me bust their knee up? Uh, so Kofi's on the ladder. Revival tried to push it over. The ladder's falling. Kofi jumps off the ladder onto the ropes, balances for a second, jumps towards Dawson, hits kind of a DDT, uh, and after that kicks Dash. He scales the ladder again. Um, Dawson's there trying to pull Kofi off the ladder. They eventually do and hit the shatter machine off that. That was awesome. I'm assuming assuming that, uh, what is it, Total Divas episodes has like gifts of this. Like we're describing this stuff, but honestly, you just got to go look at either watch yeah, it yeah, yeah. or just because the the creativity in this match is next level, man. It's yeah, really like that bit stuff. where you describe Kofi like comes off the ladder but stands on top of the ropes while he's holding the ladder for leverage. Oh, it was so it was good, so good. Yeah. Um, later on, uh, Revival try to climb the ladder. Big E gets in. He uh, they get down. Revival does. He hits the apron spear on Dash. Like so much momentum behind it. Yeah, this was a pay per view. This was a pay per view apron spear. Yeah, Yeah, that was great. And then so uh, there's one ladder in the ring. Big E sets up another one right next to it, and then bridges one from the turnbuckle to one of the rungs of the ladder. Puts Dawson on it. Uh, He gets on the top rope. Dash gets up there, crotches uh, Big E across the top rope, and then Dawson suplexes Big E onto the ladder that's bridged across. It starts to uh, bow a little bit, and then Dash puts E through the ladder with a top rope splash. Yeah. Uh, Dawson climbs the ladder to get the belts. Kofi springboards onto the ladder. Dash climbs up too. So they have two ladders next to each other. They're all brawling up there on the top of the ladder. Dash keeps driving Kofi's head into the ladder. So Kofi has his legs through the rungs and is leaning backwards. 
Yeah. But he's, you know, it's like suspended. He's, he's, he's there on the ladder. He's not falling off. So Big E goes up there too, and he has the big ending on Dash off the ladder. Yeah, that was awesome. And so Dawson's up reaching for the belts. Uh, Kofi, Kofi comes to. pulls himself up, comes to, hits Dawson in the head with the titles, uh, which puts him kind of through the, another ladder. Mm-hmm. And then he goes up, gets the belts. New Day successfully retained. Yes. Yeah. Hell of a match. A lot of fun. Good stuff. And I'm glad this was changed from, because I don't think this would have been the same match if it was. I mean, I, Dolph is a creative enough wrestler, and Bob Rudy's great. But the, the Revival are just so The Revival are one of the best teams. And they have, they have such amazing chemistry mm-hmm. with the New Day. Of course, the Revival, uh, a lot of people are speculating, where are they going to go? They're, they're going to be free agents soon-ish around Mania, I think. Yeah. Uh, Shortly thereafter, I think. I personally, yeah. I think there's so many great tag teams in WWE. I mean, the Usos are still going to come back. Mm-hmm. Um, you got Redragon. I'm not sure if they're, you know, when, if they're ever going to go to Raw or SmackDown anytime soon, but still. Um, this was just this was just absolutely regardless terrific. where they go WWE, New Japan, AEW. There's great tag teams everywhere. Mm-hmm. They'll put on just awesome matches across the board. Next, we had a Baron Corbin interview, essentially saying, "I'm not really worried about Roman." That's yeah, the extent much. of it. Yeah, foreshadowing of how he's gonna again. Get some help. There's just too much Baron Corbin. Way too much Baron. Main At least it didn't main event. Next, uh, Buddy Murphy versus Alistair Black. Uh, before the bell, they're doing their uh, they're they're sitting down in the middle of the ring, staring at each other. Yeah, Alistair Black was wearing green trunks with a weird poo emoji thing yeah, in the back. Yeah, so he had some sort of logo on the back that was all black, so it looked like the silhouette kind of a poo emoji. Like a glossy iron-on thing. Poo emoji. Of a poo emoji. And we were wondering, did he lose his stuff? Did his luggage get lost? Right. But he had, he, had his, he had his vest like and a, a bunch of weird kind of like vest. molded uh, gold foil stuff did on it. Did he rip his shorts? And then, but then he also had like a green, like matching army green. He had one kick pad, kick pad that, but then he had his usual kind of spike kick pad too. So I think that was purposely his gear. I think it was, yeah. He was trying something new and he shouldn't. Mm-mm. He looks great with all black the gear. The black pleather maybe gear. Maybe that one time he wore pewter and it looked kind of cool yeah. in NXT or, or, or it was like maybe pewter uh, gray, something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, gunmetal. Gunmetal. It looked great. It looked okay. Yeah, yeah. Didn't look as good as black. No. I wish he would go with the tight. Remember that those weird house shows yeah, man, where he, he wore tight. tights? That was great. Maybe he's too constricting for what his moveset is. And part of it, too, is this wasn't, you know, like his usual tights or his trunks are glossy, like pleather or something like yeah. that. This just looked like basic, late, you know, not latex, a spandex. It looked like indie gear. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't the best That was gear. another thing, apparently, that Jericho said at that, uh, that, that meeting, team meeting. That he called the team meeting. Yeah, he said some of you guys need to upgrade your gear. You look like indie wrestlers. Wow. Oh man. Wow. That's too funny. Uh, anyways, this is a fun match though, it and was the, fun. the drama was heightened, I think, by uh, Alistair Black busting open his nose, his upper lip, something. Where that's oh, sorry, it was drew- Alistair that got busted up in the ring step spot. I remember when Andrade got busted up. Sorry, I confused those two spots. Yeah, uh, that drew like a ton of blood because he yeah. was super bloody in this match. He was bleeding from his nose, uh, upper lip area. Yeah. Um, so they do the seated stare down thing. Bell rings. Alistair goes for like a black mask pretty much immediately, but he escapes. They start doing a bunch of stuff on rings, uh, in the ringside, come back in. Alistair has the upper hand. Uh, and then, Alistair, then Buddy eventually gets the upper hand, dropping Alistair on the ring steps, and that's when Alistair was busted open the ring yeah. step spot. Buddy gets a hold of Alistair's uh, vest, and he's like dicking around with it, trying to put it on, and then Alistair gets back in the ring. Buddy tries to get the upper hand. Alistair fends him off uh, and then hits a kick when uh, Buddy jumps off the top, top, rope. top rope. And then uh, Alistair goes for a dragon sleeper. Buddy avoids it. 
gets t- kicked into a turnbuckle. So they're up on the top, uh, jockeying for position. Buddy sends Alistair off. Uh, Alistair runs back up towards the top. Buddy tries for a sunset flip powerbomb. Alistair blocks it. Instead, he hits a series of cheeky Nandos from Buddy. And yeah. then Buddy eventually hits the powerbomb anyways. Uh, gets him a two count. Uh, Buddy goes for a Kamagoye. Uh, Alistair catches it. Buddy instead kicks him in the head, then hits a Kamagoye, followed by a Brain Buster. That gets him a two count. And then uh, there's this great series at the end where they were trying to do some strikes and moves and stuff, and they kept blocking and reversing. And eventually, out of nowhere, Alistair hits the Black Mask mm. and gets the win. Yeah. It was really great because it was fast and it was really well coordinated. And it was like, whoa. Yeah. It good punctuation. And then out of nowhere. Yeah, it was good stuff. Then we had a Rusev interview. I went to the bathroom during this. What happened? Uh, Cal was talking about how he was happy that we were talking crap to him. And I said that you're too polite to do that and that I'm, I generally, that's what I do. Mm-hmm. And then you came back and Rusev was not on the screen. So your guess is as good as mine. All right. I'm sure he said something about Lana and Bobby Lashley and I tables. I suspect because that's the match that was happening between him and, and, and Lashley. Yeah. I suspect that'd be the topic of conversation. Yeah, maybe. Uh, we had uh, the club coming up after that, answering the Viking Raiders challenge. But before we talk about wrestling clubs, Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. So, yes, you mentioned it. Viking Raiders came out to open challenge. open their challenge up. And yeah. uh, as you had predicted, we both predicted, I guess. Yeah. Uh, the OC answered the challenge. The best tag team in the world. Yeah, they brought their giant trophy with them. Uh, answered the challenge. The, and uh, They had a promo, too. I think it was kind of funny. Yeah, I don't remember much, much of it. So yeah, Cowell's probably in the middle of a story. Yeah. Um, He's got great stories, though. No, I'd, I'd, I'd rather hear his stories than anything that's going on here. Um, so, yeah. Uh, it was a fun enough match, but... Internet double count out. Yeah, why do they, they do a wonky end? So War Raiders, they do hit Viking experience. You think that's that. Gallows comes in to break up pinfall. At like 3.1 seconds, let's yeah, be no, honest. It was, it was a little late. late. It, was late. it was a little late. Oh, you didn't mention there was a couple. There was like three people eating a bunch of KFC ringside. Yeah, this particular match or the pay-per-view, whatever, was sponsored by KFC. But this, this match especially was this double featured, sponsored. <laughs> this, this was the feature. Maybe this was like, it was like the, the KFC main event. Like, remember when, uh, who was it? Uh, the Kiss Demon? Yeah. He had his main event match. It was like yeah, yeah, mid-card. Yeah. That could be. It was a special I'm main surprised event. surprised they didn't have uh, uh, Carl Anderson come out as the colonel. I know. Colonel Anderson. Or, I mean, AJ wasn't doing anything. It's Why true. did he come out it's as true. Colonel, uh, Un- colonel Uncle Allen? I know. That'd be pretty funny anyway. Yeah. 
So uh, after that, Hanson hits a suicide dive, and everybody's laid out uh, on the on the floor, and there's a double count out. But the, the brawl continues after the match, and eventually Carl Anderson, after the War Raiders, dump a bunch of KFC on the ground. Two booze. You probably pop for that, though. You don't like KFC. I'm not a fan of KFC. Um, he gets powerbombed through the KFC table. In so fact. Even double count out, Carl Anderson more or less takes a loss. During our, <laughs> during our live stream tonight, we so Cal was like, oh, man, that KFC looks great. And I was so happy because you fucking read my mind. And you said, hey, how about we get some Popeyes? <laughs> I was like, yes. I did it for you, man. I appreciate that because that Popeyes was hella good. It was really good, man. It was so good, man. Oh, boy. I'd be sponsored by them in a heartbeat. I'd take that KFC money too, but, you know, I wouldn't be honest about it. <laughs> Anyways, after that, we had a Miz interview. I Talking about a match with Bray. I think we had another Cal story. Yeah, um, after that, we had King, uh, King Corbin versus I am Roman not running Reigns. through these moves. I'm not running through this match. This is the most raw match. Yeah, it was a TLC match. It was supposed to be. And yet it took like halfway through the match for like a table to be introduced. It just kind of plodded along and without again, a whole lot of purpose. Dude, it's, it's no DQ. It's a TLC match. And again, like halfway through the match is when Corbin's backup arrives. Like Dolph Ziggler shows up halfway through the match. Yeah, right. It's about a, a Roman's about to spear Baron through the barricade. Starts introducing handcuffs, dog food. Uh, Roman takes them out. He That's grabs a, a kendo by, yeah. stick. Uh, Baron security like guards endless supply of security everywhere. So like when Roman comes out, there's like 15 security guys out there. Like this is a scheduled match. Why does why is Baron allowed to have security? It just doesn't make any sense. Make so Roman has to beat all them up. Yeah. Um, I mean, he wasn't distracted at the beginning. He got the upper hand pretty This easy. particular part was hilarious, though, because Baron's security guards are obviously local enhancement talent. Yeah. Just local wrestlers. And they come running down one by one and, and like, 10 steps ahead of their contact point with Roman Reigns and his kendo stick, they lift their hands up yeah. to take the kendo stick. Yeah. And it's one thing for it to be an isolated thing. It's like, okay, that's how you take the kendo stick. You throw your hands up. Yeah. But one guy does it. The next guy does it exactly yeah. the same way. Yeah. And it just doesn't. It looks stupid. Yeah. It doesn't look good. It doesn't look good at all. It's not sexy. It's not sexy, it's like, not it sexy like it should be. So anyway, Roman takes out all the other security guys. The revival come down. There's no New Day in sight. You yeah, got Dash Walder yeah. taking off his shirt with the FPOS rib tape on. That was funny. Um, so why in the hell would they help Corbin, much less Dolph, who sh when Bob Root is around, uh, they're in the same division, tag division. Why would you want to cooperate with them? Doesn't make any sense. I don't know. I don't know. Doesn't I mean, make any Bob sense. Bob Root's suspension, suspension is going to take him through like mid-January. Yeah. So maybe they had wanted, I mean, they'd obviously planned for some sort of mini faction. Yeah. With a tag team and Baron Corbin, now it's going to be tag team. It's going to be Baron, Dolph, Mid Carter, and a tag team until Bob Roode come, until Bob Roode comes back though. And then it's going to be weird. <sighs> anyway, so they the revival they take it to Roman uh, ringside. They put him back in the ring. He takes them both out with the Superman punch, and then so you have the revival. You have Baron. You have Dolph. You have some of the security guys coming to all in the same area. Roman does his dive over the top rope, which is great. Yeah, takes them great, all yeah. out. Uh, he's in the ring. He sets up, Roman is and sets up for a spear, and then Dolph just chucks a chair at Roman right yeah. at his head. Dolph was on one tonight. He yeah, was man. a little bit extra. Yeah, he was. Followed with a zigzag. The revival come in. They hit a shatter machine, uh, and then Baron sets up a chair, hits end of days on it to get himself the W. Yeah, and it's funny because I noted this during the stream. The entire feud is over Roman being a locker room leader and Baron Corbin thinking he's not. 
Well, I'm sorry, but that kind of proves the point. Nobody came to help Roman Reigns. Not during the match, but afterwards. Yeah, like way afterwards during a brawl, like after he had already... Like the important part is done. He lost the match because yeah, nobody no. came out to help him. I know that was if lame. he's a locker room leader, aren't you sitting there with their monitors looking at this, watching five guys beat him? Like up? there was in the brawl at the end, there was guys that are on Raw. Yeah, that were brawling for Team Roman. Yeah, doesn't that, make any sense. Doesn't make any sense. Ludicrous. It's pretty Ludicrous. silly. Pretty silly. It was pretty silly. Anyways, next we had the Miz taking on Bray Wyatt. His entrance was great. Bray's. I watching this. I was like, wow. Why didn't they just do this for Bray the whole time? Oh no no no. See, I'm I'm totally fine with. They, I, I like the idea of mixing it up and using what works best for the story. No, I understand all that. But the the Firefly Funhouse Bray uh, is far more interesting, has far more dimension to him. There's more going on. The Fiend is fairly one-dimensional at this point. Yeah. I, yeah. Find it, I find even though the match was more or less laid out as it would with The Fiend, i.e. Bray, Gets his butt kicked a lot. Oh, he sold a lot more, though. He did. He oh, he sold totally a lot did. more. But he gets his butt kicked a lot and just hits one finisher to win. Yeah. Um, because he had a skull-crushing finale. And yeah, when's the last time that Miz won with one skull-crushing finale? It's probably right, but 2015. He didn't, Miz didn't even go for the pin, though. That was the thing there. Um, and so, uh, uh, nonetheless, um, I don't know. Dusty comes out and he's playing to the crowd. Oh, I know. It was great. It's he fantastic. came out to the Firefly Funhouse music. It was fantastic. That was rad. He had the blue Universal. I like this. I like that depending on the story, it depends on who you get. The Fiend is one aspect of him. I like I like all that stuff. I think it's good. Um, I mean, they just need to. They, all they need to do is find a way to book the Fiend matches a bit more creatively. I was. Yeah. I, I know people crapped all over, but that Hell in a Cell one with Seth Rollins. Yeah, I had a point to it. I you and I that. still we're agreeing on that one. I, I we both like that. Yeah, I didn't have. I didn't see anything wrong with that. Um, because I still don't understand the idea that there shouldn't have been a. Oh, it's Hell in a Cell. Not, not supposed to be a ref stoppage. Well, nobody's gonna. When there's a basically attempted murder, you kind of have to do something. You got to do something about that. Anyways. Um, I think people, I don't know if they looked at it from the big picture. It'll be interesting now that Daniel Bryan's back because basically what happened was the Fiend ends up, he, he beats crap out of the Miz on the outside. He gets back in. Miz barely beats a 10 count, but as soon as he stands up, Bray hits him with a sister Abigail, mm-hmm. gets the win. Um, the Fiend shows up on the Tron. I still can't tell if that was a still or just a video just holding really still. I don't know. I thought I saw him move at one point. I don't and know. so Bray looks at the Tron. And he's not Mike. You just hear him say, okay, I'll do it. Yeah. And he goes, gets the giant mallet from under the ring, uh, takes it into the ring. Lights come down. You're like, oh, is a fiend going to show up? Lights come up. And there's Daniel Bryan with a hoodie over his head. Mm-hmm. Drops Bray with a knee plus. Takes the hoodie off. He's got no hair. He looks literally like, like he American did in, Dragon. Yeah. Like he did in 2010. Like, yeah. Literally the same. Yeah. Uh, you go back and look at him in Ring of Honor in 2005. Or this is what he looks like. Same. Yeah. Actually, veganism, little, people. He looks a little thinner in the face. Veganism. Yeah. It's literally the fountain of youth. It seems like it. I've, I've known of several people, anecdotally, like not personally. I know one person personally who had, he was diagnosed with cancer. I'm not saying this is end all be all to cancer, but like he, he was diagnosed with cancer, turned to veganism. He, he was fine. He did no more cancer. I'm not saying that cured him. He also went through the normal stuff he did yeah, with yeah, cancer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it definitely probably helped. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, eat more vegetables. It's probably better for your overall health. Generally speaking, it's yeah. probably good for you. Generally speaking, yes. Anyways, uh, he does a bunch of uh, corner drop kicks. Uh, Bray reverses one. 
comes charging towards Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan hits another knee plus. Follows some Danielson stomps. He's about to hit Bray with the mallet. Lights go down. Lights come back up. Bray's gone. So, uh, yeah, they totally missed, again, the middle segment of this story. Yeah. They're re- I mean, th- this really should have been, look, man, Daniel Bryan and Bray have both seized on the idea that when you fight the Fiend, you know, I, I really think that, like, Seth's heel turn and Finn's heel turn were coincidental um, to the fact that they both feud with the Fiend and they went and turned. However, the, the creative behind this, whether it's Vince, Bray, uh, Bruce Pritchard, whoever, has seized on uh, the idea that once you fight the Fiend, you're not the same. Yes. Yeah. You change. Yeah. Daniel Bryan is, is evidently no different. He's now American Dragon. He's now, but here's the yeah. thing. If, he, if he's gone back to kind of his roots, the, the, you know, because in his Ring of Honor days, he was vicious. Mm-hmm. Like Danielson stomps. He would li- need to stand there and grab someone's arm and kick their face in. Yeah. I mean, his finisher back then was called cattle mutilation. Yeah. You know, um, it'd be cool if the idea was to bring back American Dragon Daniel Bryan, that bring back American Dragon Daniel Bryan or, or Daniel Bryan circa 2010, whatever, and don't have him do the yes stuff. Yeah. Um, and have that be kind of the reinvention because of the attack from the yeah, scene. Yeah. But I kind of feel like they're trying to accomplish two things at once. Yeah. Kind of take Daniel Bryan back to his, his, his WB or his pro wrestling origins, essentially American dragon while yet still kind of placating the crowd with the yes stuff. Yeah, I know you can't have it both ways. Mm-hmm. Um, not for it to be true storytelling. Uh, and I also just think that there should have been some aspect of Daniel Bryan having to come back from this on camera, like having to deal with the trauma of whatever the hell happened under that ring with Bray ripping his hair out. Mm-hmm. I really wanted to see how he would, how he came back from this on camera. Yeah, I'm sure he will tell us on on uh, Friday. Again, show don't tell though. Yeah, exactly. And I think it could have been an interesting story, given that you know Daniel Bryan was a member of the Wyatt family before, mm-hmm. um, and then he broke free of that. Now I'm trying to remember when he was a member of the Wyatt family. Uh, I'm trying to remember storyline wise. No, he never. He was never under some spell of Wyatt's. He was always Daniel Bryan. I'm trying to remember why he joined the Wyatt family. Like what that story was. Mm-hmm. And they had the cage match where he yeah, beat Wyatt. It was yeah. like if you be if I beat you, you have to join my family. So he's a member and reluctantly something like that. I think yeah. that's what it was. But even before that cage match, he he had the the, the yeah he was wearing the, the overall yeah the overalls like yeah. Um, but in this case, it could be, you know, since the fiend beat him, he has no choice but to surrender mentally, emotionally, all that. And he is, I thought what I thought was going to happen that the lights were going to come back on and it was going to be Daniel Bryan with fiend mask, with fiend mask and he was going to attack the Miz even further. Mm-hmm. The guy who was trying to help him. Mm-hmm. And then you can have a whole story that, you know, goes through the rumble all the way to mania where when he tries to break free. Yeah. Um, That'd been kind of interesting if, from that point on, Bray had just been Firefly Funhouse Bray, and then Daniel Bryan kind of assumes the role. He gets of the, the role of the fiend. That could have been interesting. Yeah. Again, that's interesting storytelling. In this, but and you know, they, they skipped that whole chunk. Yeah, I know. Well, but let's let's wait and see what happens between here and the Rumble because maybe they have something up their sleeve that's interesting or something. I don't know. I hope so. I mean, they they've obviously given Bray Wyatt uh, a lot of latitude. To, a lot of latitude, and traditionally they've always given Daniel Bryan. Well, we heard you know just recently the number of time, people that he's more or less said, okay, I want to do this with that person. Like apparently, according to Kofi Kingston, Daniel Bryan is you know he 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 is is. He was the driving force, partially the responsible thing, for yeah. all for the da- the WrestleMania match. Yeah, um, in terms of advocating for him backstage. Yeah, um, so it seems like Daniel Bryan puts 
at this point in his career, uh, telling good stories and uh, above everything else. Could you imagine like Daniel Bryan in like the Fiend gimmick, and he starts doing the Danielson stomps, but they're like even worse. Mm-hmm. You know, they're even more vicious. Mm-hmm. Man, back and then I mean, there there you can tell an interesting story about how he has to go back to his roots in order to break free of the yeah. Fiend. You yeah. know, yeah. But we don't get the middle story with Vince. Like, it was the same thing with Randy Orton and Bray Wyatt yep. back then. You don't get the middle part of the story. You don't get the middle part of the story. They're buddy, where, buddy, and then he burns down the compound. Yeah. Oh, I swerved you. No, you need to see the build happen. Yep. 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 Anyways, after that, we had Lashley and Rusev. Lashley oh, won that match by Man. putting Rusev through a table. This is After mm. that, we had the Street Profits. <laughs> well, we can go through a little bit. People will tune in for this probably because they didn't watch TLC. They would know kind of the essential story beats you if you want to hear them. Uh, it, was, it was a bunch of, uh, uh, you know, they, it's a tables match, so you got to put someone through a table to win. Yes. And they teased a bunch of table spots. It didn't happen. Eventually, yeah. table spots happened. Uh, early on, I'll just run through this real quick. I took the time, the trouble to take the notes. Let me read through them at least. Okay, fine. Early on, Lashley gets read like three of them. Dominator. Sets the table. Rusev basically no-sells a Dominator, which used to be Lashley's finish. Oh, he sold it for a second. We didn't, again, the camp, so like, he sold it. Because he was on there like, ah, and then like you cut and Lashley's milling about. And then you see Rusev bolt around the corner as if, yes, nothing had happened. But it's not like he, it wasn't like the fiend. He just got no, right no, back No, I know, but it was a span of like 10 seconds. He took the move, maybe 15, and then he's back Yeah. Up. He kind of, he essentially no-selled what used to be Lashley's finish. Anyway, he starts taking it to Lashley. Uh, they're up on the ramp. Rusev suplexes him up there. Uh, he tries to put Lashley through a table. Uh, and then Lashley like jumps over the table and sends Rusev into a uh, ring step. This is in the ring. Uh, anyways, uh, Lashley tries to suplex Rusev through table. Rusev fights out, sends Lashley the apron. Um, oh, sorry, this is this spot. Rusev is punching him, trying to drop him through the table. Lashley fights him off, tries for a suplex. Then he's fought off, and then Rusev hits Lashley with an elbow, and that sends Lashley off an apron. There's a table right there, but he jumps over the table, not through it. Yeah, there, it. there are a bunch of times that like one little goof up. Oh man, wreck this match. Yeah, I know. Uh, Rusev gets. A steel barricade from somewhere in the crowd, like the only piece of steel, old school steel barricade, probably mm, in the entire yeah. arena. Gets it, hits Lashley with it, sets it up against the ring, and then Lashley choke slams him through it, and that thing bent in half basically. Lashley then gets kendo stick, starts taking it to Rusev. Uh, he sets up a table in the corner. Again, more kendo stick shots to Rusev. Rusev catches one of the shots, grabs the kendo stick, starts using it on Lashley. Then he breaks it in half. It probably wasn't a great move. Uh, hits him with a Moshka kick, and then Ron- Lana comes in, jumps on Rusev's back, starts going after his eyes, I believe. Mm-hmm. And then uh, she hops off. Lashley spears Rusev into a table. However, the table didn't break. And yeah, so he, you know why? Because he set it up weird. Yeah, the bottom leg was down. Yeah, he couldn't figure out how to like do the whole thing. I mean, yeah. sometimes that is kind of a pain in the butt. It is. Ever tried to set up a table before? Yeah, I did do that for something. I was like, I've why never is done it in a wrestling thing? match, but I've done it in like real life. Yeah, sometimes a pain in the butt. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he just picks up uh, Rusev and then just like slam him through the table. Thankfully, there's a table in the opposite corner. Yeah. So he's put him through that, that one. That was set up correctly. And he's put him through that one. Bob Lashley wins. Yeah. So it continues. I know you want. I know. I know you didn't want it to. That's why I won this title. Because I knew it was going to happen. It's lame. They're going to keep it going. Lame. Uh, next, pretty lame. We got a street, street Profits promo where uh, Angelo Dawkins tells Bob Lashley that he should get a vasectomy. 
It's kind of not Angelo Dawkins' business for maybe maybe Lashley and deal. Lana want to start their start a family together. It's like eight thousand dollars to get it reversed, and even then, it's only successful like I don't know, it was like seventy percent of the time. Because mm-hmm. if you get it reversed, that's an optional procedure. You get to pay for that out of pocket. Yeah, exactly. Whereas if you get it done in the first place, insurance will cover it. I know that personally. <laughs> Anyways, they're talking, and then a huge brawl is going on backstage. You got Roman, some of his buddies, Corbin, his henchmen. They're all just brawling all over the place. Yeah. It wasn't the last we'd see of them either. No. Uh, Although that last bit, at the very end of the show, I kind of, it was, it was goofy as heck. It was goofy, but considering, I don't know. But I, I liked like, it. I thought it was funny. Why not just have that to conclude this, like have them fight in the arena and then let Oscar and Kyrie, they win those tag titles. Let's let them celebrate. Yeah, I know. I know. I do not disagree with that at all. Um, we talked about this a little bit, but we'll go through some of the bits here. Yeah, Becky because and Charlotte versus it, well, it was Kyrie. sloppy, and then tor- see, like towards the end, it was teetering on the verge of falling apart. There was a lot of fun stuff going on. Yeah, I'm telling you, man. Like we're looking at this on paper now because you wrote this down. All these notes here. It's really good, like fun, brutal, yeah. physical, creative, a creative, lot of match. really fun stuff. The rope stuff. Yeah, I mean, it was again. It teetered on DDT Pro. Yeah, it was pretty for great sure. There. But uh, I don't know. I'm a fan of that stuff. I'm, if you want to mix in a little bit of like goofiness, a little bit of comedy. I mean, at one point, I was like, oh, they're turning this to a comedy match, huh? Like they sort of like uh, they maybe somebody saw Joey Janela tying up uh, Tully Blanchard. Oh, God. It was like, hey, we need to do our own rope spot. I, but Kyrie, she did a much better job of tying Becky that ladder and a hell of a knot, too. That knot was fantastic. I mean, she is a pirate princess. She should know how to tie a knot or two. She's a nautical. She enjoys her nautical, enjoys pursuits. nautical pursuits. She's a, she's a pirate. Yeah. Uh, early on, uh, Charlotte and Becky, they get Kyrie on the announce tables, and they're just like tossing her back and forth from one announce table to the other a couple times. They go back in the ring, and then Asuka throws a chair at each of them, and then Asuka and Kyrie, they're taking the chairs to Charlotte. Charlotte eventually, though, drop toe holds Asuka into chair, and then uh, Charlotte bashes Kyrie's head into the ladder. Becky hits a baseball slide on Asuka, and then Becky and Charlotte try to powerbomb Asuka through a table. Uh, Kyrie breaks it up. However, eventually... Uh, Becky and Charlotte hit a reverse powerbomb on Oscar into the ring post. And that's when Kyrie just starts throwing chairs. And the first one bounced off the rope. And we didn't see it, but commentary, I think Joe said, oh, that looked like they hit her in the lip. Yeah. So I don't know if it bounced off the rope and hit her back in her face. She At that time, she didn't really like sell like anything was wrong. Yeah. Because she started grabbing more chairs, and some were getting the ring, some of them weren't. And Becky and Charlotte were like, what the heck? Is that where they go They go down and they like she goes under the ring at that point? I think it's later on. Okay. That's later on. Okay. Um. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. 
when you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Uh, and they're kind of like, what the heck? Oh, yeah, it is right after that. So Charlotte and Becky, they throw some of the chairs back towards Kyrie. Mm-hmm. Uh, they get out of the ring. She goes under the ring. They pull her out. She has a fire extinguisher. And Asuka produces a, a, a giant rope. Ooh, look at that look on her face at that point. Ow. Is that when yeah. she gets hit the chair? Uh, no, that's when she picks her up after the powerbomb through was, the table. This was towards the finish. That's what, after yeah. Charlotte powerbombed her through the table. Yeah. I know. I was wondering if that was if that, that powerbomb was when she got hurt. Maybe, but the spirit, even... The spear and the powerbomb that preceded that, the powerbomb into the table, she had such a hard time getting up. I just wonder if that was miscommunication. Like, she was supposed to and take... And the spear, though? Like, well, hey. she was supposed to take the spear, and there's miscommunication there, so that was wonky. And then Charlotte, I'm assuming, guessing there was supposed to be some spot to set up something else, just picked her up and did it. Yeah. And maybe Kyrie's like, well, you're picking what's going on here. Maybe. Maybe she got kind of confused. For, I don't know. I don't know. Or maybe she got hurt before that. I just don't know when or yeah. where. Because that powerbomb through the table is nasty. Anyways, uh, so Oscar dumps Becky onto a ladder, and then Oscar and Kyrie, Kyrie's already kind of started the, the, the rope around the ladder. They tie her on there, and a hell of a knot, too. They dump Charlotte over the barricade, and then Oscar and Kyrie, they get a ladder in the ring. They set it up. Uh, they start kind of casually climbing up. Charlotte runs in with a kendo stick. She lays out Oscar and Kyrie. Uh, she goes over to try to untie Becky. Oscar nails her with a chair, and then drives her in the ring steps. Um... Kyrie goes on the announce table, goes for an inside elbow on Becky. Becky gets her knees up, frees herself, and then uh, Becky and Charlotte just start taking it to Kyrie and Oscar, just like toss them all over the place, beating the heck out of them. Uh, Becky puts uh, Oscar through a table with a second rope leg drop to ringside, and Charlotte tosses Kyrie into the ring steps. So now I'm going through here and wondering uh, if, if Kyrie did get her bell wrong where it happened. Well, okay, so there's one note here on Twitter. I'm just, I'm, I'm doing the same thing. I'm going through it. Uh, after this, so like she had a monitor thrown her head, but that those look seem like they weigh like half a pound. Hope uh, somebody said after this fall into the wall or exposed concrete. Remember when she went? She uh, Becky did the exploder into the barricade and was the exposed yeah, concrete. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it didn't look like she would have hit her head there. Mm-mm. 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 Yeah, something was off though. Yeah, something was off. Whether it was before that spear and power bomb combo or right afterwards, I don't know. Uh, anyways, uh, Charlotte tosses Kyrie in the ring steps. Uh, Kyrie reverses a double suplex ringside to a double DDT. She puts both of them on a table, uh, hits an insane elbow, but Charlotte gets out of the way, so she only kind of hits it on Becky. And that's when the, the, the spot ringside happened, where Charlotte goes for a spear, and like she runs towards her, you know, tackles her around the waist, but Kyrie doesn't fall mm-hmm. immediately. She kind of stumbles, and then Charlotte picks her up, forces her up, essentially. She picks yeah. her up. And it wasn't a, usually the, the motion of the powerbomb. As you, as you pick them up, the person who's taking the powerbomb does a, a sit-up. Sit-up, yeah. Well, Kyrie didn't do that. 
And so the, Charlotte had to pretty much muscle her up to power bomb her through the table. Um, so I don't know if that's when she got hurt or before that. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, Oscar went over to check on her, and that grimace on her face was from that, where she yeah. looked like she was miserable. Yeah, just miserable. Bad. And then even after that, you could tell like Becky Lynch uh, gave her some chair shots, and they were just as gentle as can be. And they were talking and stuff like yeah. that. So Oscar uh, drops Becky and Charlotte, buries them under some chairs and a ladder. Uh, That's when she gets Kyrie up, and Kyrie's obviously hurting. Uh, they put a ladder in the ring. They set it up. Uh, Becky and Charlotte come back in. Lane of them with some chairs. So this, okay, so there's another one person here who says that suplex into the barricade definitely concussed Kyrie saying, here's the referee checking on her, and she looks kind of loopy walking back. There's like a little, a little video. This, a little, maybe a video of it. Let's see if we can, let's see if we can figure this out here. That was afterwards. This is right after it, yeah. Ref was just checking on her. So that was before the spear of the powerbomb. I'm telling you, I think that I don't think that spear is bad communication, man. It could be. It I could think be. That I just didn't notice. That. I just didn't notice anything. It wasn't as noticeable, but even before that, it was like it was, the match was just starting to break down a little bit. So who knows? Okay, that's when Charlotte tried to entire. That was pretty early in the match, then. I'm trying to see when uh, Kyrie walking back right there. That's either. I mean, that's either good selling or it's. Yeah, that's know. the thing. I couldn't tell. You can't really tell. It's hard. To it tell. really wasn't until that spear in, in powerbomb spot yeah. you thought something was up. Yeah, for sure. Because even up until then, the, like you know, there's several spots where I'm it sure seemed we'll like everything was okay. It seemed like everything was okay. Yeah. Uh, where was I? So Charlotte's setting up Oscar uh, for a moonsault off the top rope to table on ringside. She goes to the top. Oscar meets her up there. Power bombs her through the table. Um, you got so Becky puts the ladder in the ring or the ladder with the rope tied to it gets in the ring uh, at some point. Becky sets it up, starts to climb. Oscar has her hand on the rope as Becky Dono halfway, two thirds way up. She pulls the ladder, knocking Becky off. She gets back in, sets the ladder back up, climbs, gets the tag titles. Oscar and Kyrie successfully retain the belts. And then don't we get to see them celebrate? Not uh, a second, not even a frame. Instead, we cut to the crowd, and there's that brawl we saw just before the match, getting to the crowd. And then it ends with uh, Roman Spear and Baron off like some platform on everybody else. When's the last time we had a pay-per-view end with some asinine brawl that like started an hour prior? I don't it doesn't recall. Happen. It never happens. Because happened. it shouldn't happen, especially when uh, people like he had successfully retain their title. Main eventing pay-per-view with Asuka, Charlotte, and Becky Lynch. The women's tag titles giving the, giving, getting the biggest spotlight they've ever received and deservingly, by the way, let them celebrate the damn moment as opposed to making us endure one more Baron Corbin spot. Maybe do that. You know, like if I'm if I'm looking at this op Garbage. optimistically and giving the company the benefit of the doubt, maybe they're like, okay, obviously uh, Kyrie is hurt. I don't, you know, we don't know what the situation is going to be. Let's just call an audible here and end the show this way. So in case Kyrie's really hurt, as soon as Oscar gets those belts, we can get trainers down to her immediately. I, uh, I, I wouldn't have been shocked by that, but the nature of the spear off the thing was so specific. Exactly. That's why I don't think it was an yeah. audible. I don't think it was an audible at all because why would they have that platform out there? Yeah, I know. It was just something that was obviously set up in advance for that spot. Yeah. Um, but it is, it is a complete bummer. You know, you, 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 it's a bummer. 
Asuka and Kyrie have done so much to establish those tag titles, mm-hmm. even just over the last three or four weeks. Yeah, I know. Give them that moment to celebrate. Yeah. You know, they've done more to establish those tag titles as a real thing. Yeah. More than basically any. Well, granted, those people have held those titles as short, and it's been a lot of really good teams. And I'm not saying it's the fault of any of the previous people that have held it that they haven't really been established as 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 as, as well as they have. Because um, creative, by and far, by and large, for the women's tag titles up until it's been an late, has been not good. Yeah. But they're coming around to booking them well. Oscar and Kyrie have hit it out of the park with their oh, sure, their yeah. current run. Um, even just the last three weeks, have been doing awesome stuff. And and. To get that moment, main eventing the show, and not even giving them ten seconds to celebrate yeah, no. is bogus. Yeah, it's at, bogus. The, at the same time, like if 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 Kyrie was a mess and needed to be medically attended to, then you know, I mean, it's either it's either let them celebrate and go off the air, or I mean, maybe maybe they were meant to celebrate and then we get the brawl after a little bit entirely of celebration. Possible, entirely possible. And they just, they just I mean, bumped that, it up a bit. It's it's difficult to give Vincent the WWE benefit of the doubt though mm-hmm. because they have a bad track record. Yep. Um, so in any event, uh, TLC was what it was. There was some quality stuff. There was some not quality stuff. Mm-hmm. There it is. Uh, be sure to join us tomorrow. I think we're just going to do a news brief. Yeah. Because um, we've got some stuff to work on ahead uh, for the upcoming yeah, holiday so we can break. Take a couple of days off for the holidays. Yeah. So uh, thanks for joining us. If you've been watching the show and you enjoy it, hit that like button. Mm-hmm. It really goes a long way towards also, helping the show. Subscribe, hit notify, all notifications. That's right. And uh, if you're listening to us in the podcast realm, uh, leave us a rating, review, or comment. You'd be surprised. It really does go a long it way towards help. helping out it the show. It does help. We appreciate it. Does it help. Thanks for watching. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that.